WCSG Backstage gives you access to your favorite WCSG DJs from your family-friendly morning show, the most music for your middays, and the ride home. I'm Jeremy. I'm Amanda. I'm Tom. I'm Steve. I'm Brittany. And this is WCSG Backstage. Well, there seems to be an increasing amount of biopics hitting the big screen lately, and next year we get one for a WCSG artist, Jeremy Camp. Cool. Uh, movies called I Still Believe. I don't know who this person is by sight, but KJ Appa from the show Riverdale is going to be Jeremy Camp. Mm. But we do know Gary Sinise is going to be his dad. I think he'll have both of his legs in the movie. We'll have to wait and see. <laughs> awesome. uh, but got us thinking, if someone made a biopic about your life, who would play you? Amanda, Ooh. go first. I have to go first. Yes, okay, I have a hard time with this kind of thing. Um, Melissa McCarthy is who I thought. <laughs> yeah, that's a good one. Because she's yeah. super thin and she's funny, and I think she's quick on her feet. And she's a good actor. And yeah, I, I think yeah. so. Yeah, yeah. Um, entertaining to watch. Yep. Yeah, she yeah. would do well with your life. I think. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So good choice. Good. That was mine. All right. All right. Cool. Don't everybody jump in at once. I know, right? Seriously. Okay, all right, all right. They now, also all picked Melissa McCarthy. Now I gotta find my alternate. I'm scrambling. I'm scrambling. <laughs> uh, well, I was thinking Jimmy Stewart. Oh, nice. all right. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't know if he would play 50 year old me, or I mean, I think. Hey, in It's a Wonderful Life, he plays himself from like his twenties all the way up through his forties. Yeah, Nothing, but it's really right? awkward and weird when he's a high schooler. It it, it, it was strange. <laughs> but well, that you would get be, your money's worth. Yes, that you would. could be Tom because of just the teen culture of the nineteen twenties. You're yeah. right. You're right. Uh, Hot dog. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, Can you just do do us all a favor? Yeah. Could you just do the Merry Christmas savings and loans for us? Merry Christmas savings and loans. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Perfect. So when Complete. Jimmy Stewart, had he still been alive, needed someone to place him in a movie, they could have been, been you. That's yeah. true. I could have done the story of Jimmy Stewart. Also, I was thinking um, Jude Law. I don't know. I just okay. kind of like yeah. him. I sort of think he's cool, but he'd have to get rid of the accent. And he'd also have to stop being a bad guy because you're well, not a bad guy. You and never know. Depends like, on what era of my life. Oh, his hairline point. is like hardcore receding. Oh, I haven't. He'd seen have him to add some hair in order. In you do have a good head of hair. Yes, Thanks. For fifty. Thanks. <laughs> wow. Wow. Well, he he little, called out early fifty. Yeah. I, yeah. I feel like yeah. I know how old I am, Jeremy. I'm <laughs> oh, sorry. I just wanted to say <laughs> he knows how gorgeous his hair yet. is. <laughs> That's right. But thank you for the hair compliment. Yes. All right. Well, at one point, I did this thing where like you upload a photo of you, and yeah. it will tell you, "Hey, oh. this is a star that you look like." Yeah. And there were two people that came up: Colin Farrell, okay, and Mark Ruffalo. Oh. And I think it had, I think it had everything to do with our eyebrow size. Oh. So I would pick. So initially, I went with Mark Ruffalo, but yeah. now he's older, so mm. I don't think he could play me in any like season of my life. But you'd have to go back to maybe a younger version of him. So then I started thinking, okay, if I wanted somebody to play a biopic of me when I was younger, who would I pick? I actually stuck with the Marvel Cinematic Universe, and I went with Tom Holland, who plays oh, Spider-Man. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Sure. I feel like he could pull totally. it up. But again, yes. the accent thing has to go. Yep. So the other one, I was looking through younger actors, and I thought also Josh Hutcherson, who played oh, Peter yeah. from Hunger yep. Games, like he could bring mm. me do a good job too. Oh, yeah. 
Yeah. Right. Okay. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Don't buy into that so much. Yeah. Okay. I don't think he looks. Absolutely not. I don't think he looks as nice he like he doesn't look like a super nice person sure, in my sure. mind so that would he'd have to do some serious acting to have me believe that yeah. he was jerry yeah. henry That's true. but yeah all right i i uh was gonna pick hugh jackman because if hugh jackman was a serial i'd eat it uh but <laughs> that, Man, wow yeah i had uh, tickets to go see his live show in june yeah so, you yeah. Be awesome yeah uh. it was a gift uh christmas gift my mom always is like experiences over things and she knew we all loved greatest showman so yeah. here we oh, go wow <laughs> That's that cool. Cool. he's yeah. awesome. at least a triple threat i know oh, yes. oh yeah if not quadruple right oh, for sure yeah. what's a quadruple threat he can also ice skate. Oh, yes. that's amazing. <laughs> it, 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 um, like and he's really good at video ice. games. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, but I went with a, a really obscure actor, Scott Handy, I think is his name. He plays John the Baptist in the uh, Gospel of John, the movie version. Have you ever seen that? No. no. Okay, really good movie. Yeah. It, it follows the Gospel of John like word for word, but mm. um, he he nails John the Baptist. It is just amazing. Huh. I mean, he's just If you ever want to see um, Scott Handy. Just okay. All right. All right. So I, I chose him. Yeah. Um, okay. So I am going with a younger version of Sandra Bullock because oh, sure. she can do two weeks' notice and the proposal, but also can own the net and Bird Box, even though I haven't seen that. Oh, that yet. was so good. And <laughs> you still haven't Speed. seen Bird Box? No. Speed with Keanu Reeves. Yes. Huh? Oh, so man, she can. Speed 2 Cruise Control. Under- <laughs> so yeah, such a bad movie. So bad. Worst. <laughs> I feel like too, like your personality with her character in Miss Congeniality. Yes. Yeah, are pretty similar. Like, yes. yeah, I can dress up, I can look great, but it's not really like mm-hmm. who I am. Yes. Down yes. deep. So don't think. Just answer. It's time for don't think, just answer. One of us will get sixty seconds to answer as many questions as we can. Um, I'm the leader from last yes. time. I got 22. Mm-hmm. Steve, second place with 19. Let's see who's next. Second place, a.k.a. last place. For, for now. For now. There's only for two. Now. 19 is pretty good. Right. Yeah. <laughs> dun, 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 dun. Brittany. All right. Brittany. All right. All right. <laughs> Jeremy has entered the world of iced coffee. And like I, when I was holding my paper to read my notes about who I was, who would play me in bio, my hands are shaking. Oh my word! Oh, <laughs> Either you I'm getting Parkinson's or, or coffee flowing through my veins. I think it's because you choose coffee, but also like what you choose is pretty sugary. Oh, so I think goodness. the combo oh. of both. Oh yeah, you oh, need yeah. to go all black coffee. I need meat, like yeah. some, yeah. Protein. Yeah. Yeah. some protein, cheese in your stick life or something. Okay. Yeah. All right. Are you all right? Are you sweating? Oh, man. Three, two, one. Reese's or Reese's? Reese's. Coca-Cola or Pepsi? Coca-Cola. Thor's hammer or a lightsaber? Thor's hammer. PB&J or grilled cheese? Grilled cheese. Mm. Birthday cake or ice cream? Ice cream. Matching or mismatched socks? Matching. Biscuits and gravy or mashed potatoes and gravy? Mashed potatoes and gravy. IMAX or 3D? IMAX. Back to movies. Would you rather have a sequel or a prequel? Mm-hmm. Prequel. Riches or happiness? Happiness. Housekeeper or chef? Oh, no. Uh, <laughs> housekeeper. Uh, monster truck or motocross? Motocross. Banana runs or lemon starbursts? Oh, banana runs. <laughs> eBay or Amazon? Amazon. Stop crime or stop pollution? <laughs> stop. Stop pollution. Uh, <laughs> funny bone hit or stubbed toe? Oh, no. Funny bone hit. Stanley or fat, flat Stanley? <laughs> Stanley. Uh, melt warmers or candles? Candles. Ooh. All right. Mm. Melt that. warmers yeah. or candles? 
very domestic of you. Thank you. All right. I don't even know what a melt warmer is. It's the little thing with the pot that has the candle below it that melts the the wax. wax. It smells good. Oh, okay, sure. But less chance of burning your house down, I think. Right, because it's enclosed. Yeah, we could have those in college. I got five. So 18. Oh, wait, you got five? I got five. I think so, yeah. Right? I one, got two, one, three, two, three, four. No, I only got four. I got four. four. I got so five. Eight and ten. So 18. 18. All right. Oh. That moves Steve up. Yay, I'm not in last place. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you got stuck on the uh, pollution or pollution crime. Pollution versus yes. crime. That is really tough. I don't yeah. think there's a good... Hey, thanks for listening to WCSG Backstage, and thank you for showing your support every time you download, review, and share this podcast with your friends and neighbors. Uh, you can also be a part of the podcast. You can join the show backstage at wcsg.org. We love hearing from you, and... Let's not forget our friends. WCSG is sponsored in part by... You have an incredible business. You're an expert in your field and your service is unmatched. So where are your customers? Well, they're out there, but if your brand is out of date or not just visible at all, well, they're not going to be able to find you. So your brand is your story, it's your identity, and it deserves to be seen. Fast Signs of Grand Rapids is ready and excited to help. Trust them with all of your building signage, trade show event, and vehicle signage needs. I'll tell you what, you mentioned WCSG when you call. They'll even give you a 10% discount on your order. Nice. Nice. Love a good deal. Fast Signs. More than fast, more than signs. I kind of said that like the movie with Mel Gibson and Joaquin (laughs) Phoenix. Signs. I, I only saw half of that one. Really? I really gave up on it. It's a great it. movie. Oh, I like it? that one. Signs. It's directed by M. Night Shyamalan. Shyamalan. Which one? Is, it's the one about the aliens. aliens. Oh, yes. I think the, I saw that. I think I oh, saw that. Oh, I don't want to give away that. Yeah, right. Is yeah. They, are they in a house at some point? They are. Yes. Yes. It's a With farmhouse. Tinfoil hats. Yes. Yes. Little boy has asthma. Anyway. I think that's the only M. Night Shyamalan movie I've never seen. Oh, you got to see it. Did you know M. Night Shyamalan also directed Stuart Little? And... What? Yes. The Last Airbender. Uh, yeah. Avatar, Last Avatar. Does he make a cameo in that one? I don't know. <laughs> the really cute Stuart Little with Michael J. Fox. Yes. Right. Stuart Little. That's he only makes cameos car. in movies Wait, that he wrote. how do you enjoy a movie oh. about a mouse? I don't know. Mice. I don't know. Because <laughs> Gina Davis is in it. Yes, yes. She just makes everything you, a thousand Laurie. times better. And that really cute kid from Jerry Maguire. Yes. Oh, he's like, in that? Yes. Yeah. It's really Aww. cute. You need to introduce it to your grandkids. Okay, okay. Speaking Aww. of grandkids. Hey, you can pay cash. <laughs> okay. You can pay cash no. for grandkids. For grandkids. Speaking of no, grandkids, do I'll jump in. Speaking of grandkids, yes, kid to kid, they pay cash or store credit. You can get 20% or more for kids stuff, maternity items too. Right now is a great time as we switch seasons from the, you know, the wintry stuff that we've had to springtime. You can find some new stuff. Uh, the items are up to 85% off retail, so buying used always is the way to go. Well, and one of the things I like is that I feel like when I'm trying to sell stuff, I have to schedule one trip to go see if they'll buy any of my stuff. And then another trip when I have time to swing by a Goodwill or a Salvation Army and donate Mm -hmm. the rest of it. Mm -hmm. And you don't have to do two stops. Um, They basically will buy from you what they want, and then you can just leave the stuff there, and they will donate it for you. Find sizes newborn through size 14 and maternity too. whether they have tiny little mouse clothing sizes, <laughs> it, that's a that's a toss up. But one yeah. thing that Falcons. we're into sports season for baseball, soccer, that kind of thing, and you know those kids wear through that stuff so yes. fast. Yeah. I've purchased a lot of cleats and stuff like that really because nice they go yeah. through. And they've got that like, kind of stuff too, mm-hmm. like equipment and shoes. And a lot and of it that. is like like new because a kid wore it one, one time, time or one season it, yeah. and they quit. Yeah. And so 
They're a locally owned and operated franchise helping West Michigan families save money. And also uh, several local charities that give directly to the community. Mm-hmm. They, they help out with that as well. It's Kid to Kid. Learn more about our sponsors and about the podcast, of course, at wcsg.org. Keyword backstage. Tell me something good. Time to take in some of that good news. Brittany, what have you got for us? Well, uh, I thought this story was super precious. Um, So Jamie Florio, she was 19 weeks pregnant, and she was in for uh, what I'm assuming is kind of a routine checkup, and they found that the baby wasn't growing like normal, and so um, they ran a bunch of tests, and basically the baby's development had pretty much just stopped. Mm. Um, so they started giving her a bunch of you know medication and all this kind of stuff. She started receiving ultrasounds like every other day. They really, the doctors really wanted to try and get her to 24 weeks. Um, and at 25 weeks, she went into the hospital and they delivered this little baby cesarean section. So this little boy, when he was born, he was a micropremie. He weighed 11 ounces. Oh, and was whisked into the ICU. Jamie, the mom, basically said he was so tiny, he had the smallest breathing tubes, which were like a coffee stirrer size. Like, that's how tiny. And she was like, I didn't really notice how small he was until I started comparing. Like, he just seemed like a really tiny baby. But when I go back, look at pictures, the tongue depressor was almost as big as he was. Like, Mm, just crazy, crazy little things. So basically, the doctors and the staff at this hospital were like, he's so small. We've never seen a baby this small survive. But he was eventually able to get out of the ICU. Um, I guess his parents visited him all the time. um, And they really say that because they were so invested in this little baby, that really helped helped him Mm -hmm. Uh, he was also pretty feisty i guess he would pull out his breathing tubes and feeding tubes and things Um, but he finally went home the beginning of april weighing a little less than 11 pounds and he's nine months so connor is nine months old now he he finally just went home and they basically said um, he needs to continue physical therapy and occupational therapy but by the time he's a toddler he will be like every other kid which is just amazing Um, and I just I mean that uh, I connected with this story I was born at 32 weeks so Mm -hmm. I was also a preemie and um, I don't know you just don't really realize and I know obviously medicine has advanced and all those kinds of things but you don't really realize how many things can go wrong when it comes to a baby and so like I know of people that were born in a similar time frame and they have a ton of health problems mm-hmm. and it's just amazing to me that this little little boy who weighed 11 ounces is now uh, basically 11 a pound baby and he's going to be fine. Yeah. Yeah. What is crazy is like when you have a baby, like a lot of times a bottle that they will drink will be about 10 ounces. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you have an actual full human that's yeah. like that size from what like a newborn would yeah. drink. Mm. Yeah. You know, that's crazy. Mm. Yeah. But nine months old and still 11 pounds. Like I he's going to be a tiny guy. I know. I know. Yeah. That's mm. fun. Wow. Oh, great news. Great news. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, the Boston marathon just got over and a really neat story coming out of it. There was a Marine, uh, who ran the Boston Marathon in honor of three men he served alongside. Um, but at the finish line, you can see this, guys, he uh, he, he barely made it. He, wow. he, he huh. crawled across the finish line, like right when he was there. Um, his name's Micah, 31 years old, ran it in three hours and 38 minutes. Um, but when he hit that mark right by the finish line, he had to physically drag his body along the pavement mm. to yeah. finish the race. He says uh, that he ran 
in honor of them, they're not here anymore. He said, I'm here and I'm able to. I'm lucky to still have all my limbs. I can still be active. I find fuel in the simple idea that I can run and some cannot. Now, mm. uh, the, the three men that died were uh, Mark Juarez, uh, Matthew Ballard, and uh, Rupert Hammer, who was a mm. British journalist. They all died in, an, I think, an IED attack. Okay. Mm. And uh, what he did is he took their three names and he had them uh, put on little bronze uh, plates and he put them on his running Aww. shoes, I think, that he ran during the race. Mm. Um, he said he just kept see, saying their names out loud to himself and they, they went through much worse, he says. So he mm. ran for them and their families. I just think it's amazing that, uh, you know, he just... He crawled across the yeah. finish line just yeah. because he knew how important it was to these families and for him to just to remember yeah. uh, these men um, as he ran that the makes race. Me, so. makes me think about the first marathon, which was a race to the city of Marathon, yeah. mm-hmm. happened in the aftermath of a battle. Mm-hmm. Really? Mm-hmm. I mean, it was the messenger bringing back the news of the outcome of the battle. And wow. he he died, I mean, like... At the end, he was so exhausted, so he crawled kind of across the finish line himself. Did he, really? Yeah. Wow. wow. But, I mean, so that's why this is kind of like a famous thing that then has become this sports event. Really? Um, but, yeah, so that just kind of resonates there. You know, he's yeah. kind of like... No kidding. You know, sort of still carrying that battle in a sense. I've got another story out of the Boston Marathon that's... Uh, tell me something good. Um, so Kim is a mom. She's a pediatrician. She's from Columbus, Ohio, and she was running the race and happened upon this couple of people. And what had happened was one person of this couple was a guide and the other person is blind. So you, mm. you know, if you think about that when you're running, you know, a seeing person knows where to go, but if you want to run it and you're blind, you need someone to kind of guide you through that. Wow, yeah. Right. Well, this blind person's guide started not feeling well and happens upon this lady and says, hey, can you take her the rest of the way? <gasps> so just a random stranger. Whoa. And she did. She took it the chance. She said, I was asked to run a blind runner in because her guide wasn't feeling well. And it was only a mile and a half, but just a special thing to be a, yeah, let's do this together. Oh, and I wow. think yeah. like when you're part of a race like that, you do kind of come together. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. what I thought was interesting is reading through some of the tweets that were responding to her story. There was a mom that had tweeted back, said, congratulations to both of you. Here's a photo of my 10-year-old daughter and her friend who is blind working together to cross the finish line at a 5k fundraiser for their school last weekend so just neat to think like Mm. these people are doing this in pairs right and Mm. taking care of each other but then in a situation like this where one is not feeling well here the random stranger of course i'm going to help this person get across the finish line there's that community yeah Yeah. and as you're racing it's so long and if you're a mile and a half from the finish i can't imagine the person who was supposed to be the guy like i cannot let this other person yeah we have to get her across the finish line and, you know, so yeah, of course you would try to help the best you could. Yeah, good wow. story. Uh, mine has to do with birthdays. There's a little girl. Her name is Bella, and she's nine years old. And she goes to elementary school in Kentucky. And eighty percent of the kids in her school are at the poverty level. Mm-hmm. They're the ones who are getting free lunches and free breakfasts, and who knows what for dinner. And she was having a conversation with one of her classmates and said, "What are you doing for your birthday?" And the kids are all like, "We don't do." birthday like my mom and dad don't have money to throw me a birthday party and so what nine-year-old bella decided to do is she now makes bella's birthday boxes and in these boxes is cake mix and frosting and paper plates and party hats and decorations balloons and streamers all that she puts it in a box and then her classmates get those for their birthday and so they can go home and have a birthday party mom and dad can provide that for them and what's really touching is she's for her own birthday which was on March 26th, she said, I don't want birthday presents. Please just help provide 
this stuff yeah. for the other kids. Yeah. And so she's kind of re-gifting her birthday. Oh, wow. And then she just said, you know, she's done 65 birthday boxes this year alone. She's still going strong and said, I thank God for this opportunity, for letting me be able to shine my light and show that I love my neighbor. Wow. She's nine. Yeah. Totally gets Get it. Get it, girl. Yeah. That's awesome. I feel like a lot of adults reading that story would be like, oh, I can learn something from a third grader. Well, <laughs> yeah, you know, absolutely. what does it cost to do? Like, a, you could probably put a box together for... I don't know, $20, mm-hmm. you know, and that's just a kind of a fun idea for yeah. a well, different way to help. Like I assumed it was going to be something that happens in the classroom, but the fact that she just gives it to the birthday child to be able to take home and have a party at home with yeah. the family, yeah. Yeah. that's like a real gift. Well, because yeah. it's not just for the child who's having the birthday, but I'm sure they have siblings, yep. right. you know, and then that's not something that probably they get to do all the time. And yeah, huh. it's a great idea. Yeah. Good story. Okay, so we were all sort of shocked to see the footage of uh, the Notre Dame Cathedral uh, in Paris, you know, kind of just engulfed in flames. um, And, you know, the firefighters struggling to get it under control. And international grassroots fundraisers uh, have supplemented or that have been supplemented by some private pledges now um, have sprung up like just in the aftermath and within 24 hours have donated over $700 million to the rebuilding of the cathedral. Um, I was just shocked to see Mm -hmm. that, you know, like just in 24 hours. Now, some of the families behind uh, some of the most notable companies in France have offered hundreds of millions. Uh, In a tweet, the L'Oreal Company, which Mm. is a French-owned company, um, they called the rebuilding effort a renaissance of a precious symbol of the French heritage and Mm. common history. Tim Cook, CEO of Apple, uh, wrote Tuesday on Twitter again uh, that he was heartbroken for the French people and promised that his company would also help in the rebuilding efforts. I thought this was cool. University of Notre Dame in Indiana. Mm -hmm. They pledged to donate $100,000 toward the renovations, and they wrote in a statement that the cathedral's exquisite Gothic architecture has for centuries raised hearts and minds to God. Mm. In addition to that, a uh, 23-year-old business student launched an online funding campaign and through that has raised over $43,000 just by yesterday afternoon, so less than 24 hours. Mm. French President uh, Macron said yesterday that he hopes the symbolic landmark could be reconstructed within five years is what he's hoping. But experts are saying just estimating the cost of the restoration could take up to a year. And some people are saying that the restoration could take up to 20 years Mm. to actually fully restore the cathedral. There, I read an article that said... You know, this is an interesting time because we are, we, yeah, you want to restore it to like what its original whatever yeah. was. However, we do have more sustainable materials now. Right. Instead of wood. Yeah. And yeah. so, how do you bridge the two where you want it to be something that you're not going to have to rebuild, mm-hmm. but also hold on to that, yeah. that heritage? Mm. One thing I had read that I thought was interesting as a video gamer is that there's a video game series that took place in Paris in 1792 or something like that. And when they created the game, they created that building in the game, painstakingly detailed, like where all the bricks are and everything like that. And now now they're talking, aside from using uh, photos and paintings, but also using this video game as reference to be able to (laughs) recreate the elements that were lost. That's amazing. Isn't that great? Because of the research that those Those creators, those gamers put into constructing it accurately, they now have probably better records than they yeah. have. Wow. Than like a blueprint yeah. that they yeah. would have yeah, made right. in right. the 1100s yeah. or right. whatever. Wow. That's but I, I do think, I mean, you see it 
I mean, I remember sitting in front of the TV watching this thing and the spire fall over. And you're just like, this is the end of the story of this piece of, you know, historic architecture. But actually, this is just going to now be a part of the story. Mm-hmm. Yeah, now, this cathedral, right. Really, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, I think in, in, in future, like, uh, tours they will incorporate the story of the fire of, you know, 2019. And you have people now that will be able to tell the next generation, I helped rebuild that. Yeah. Yeah. You know, my money or whatever Mm. helped rebuild that amazing piece of our city. Well, thanks again for listening to WCSG Backstage. Uh, special thanks to producer Dodd for making us sound great again this week. I mean, week. He's, not he's not here, here but, but thank you, Dodd. Anyway, but yeah, thank the commitment is the same. He's a part of the team. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so we're going to wrap things up this week with a deep cut from Steve. What did you bring for us? Uh, all right. So I've got uh, Cry For You by Lecrae featuring Taylor Hill. Um, and I mean, this song is really a cry. I mean, it's a lament. Um, and it kind of rem- the mess of life that we don't often talk about, I think, especially in faith communities. Mm. Um, it, it, I, I feel like it's very personal. I don't know much about the story behind the writing of it, um, but it just feels very personal. He talks about this idea of a f- thorn in the flesh and uh, how it's often not like acceptable to talk honestly about the struggle. And um, there's those feelings, and he gets deep and like into dark, stuff uh through the course of this song uh, thoughts and the feelings of of just being a person in this world just a few lyrics from the first verse uh if they knew if they knew what you knew he's talking to jesus here Mm. if they knew what you knew they'd probably shun me i'm surprised you know it all and you love me Mm. i know i break your heart and then kind of goes on um and he's now talking to a listener. I cry for you if you feel a dark, twisted, heart-wrenching, hate to see your own reflection, praying for an intervention, feeling guilt and feeling shame. I just call on Jesus' name, praying daily. Can you take away this pain? Take the thorn away. Still it remains. Mm. So it's just like, um, I like you know that just in the mess, he knows that Jesus is the place to take this, but it doesn't always mean that it's just gone overnight. Right, you right. Know? Uh, so anyway, uh, it, I don't want to sound too negative because I just feel like there it's it's important. Um, and what I appreciate about the honesty of this song is that like if there's somebody listening who feels this way, they know they're not alone. Mm. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, that there's a, there's a way to pour this out on God. It's called lament. And we and actually... He can handle it. Yeah. Right. He's the only one who can. Exactly. Yeah, right. Exactly. So anyway, um, I just want more of that kind of brothers and sisters knowing that um, there's a safe place to be honest mm-hmm. in the mess. So mm-hmm. anyway, here it is. Great, Steve. Cry For You by Lecrae featuring Taylor Hill. I'm Jeremy. I'm Amanda. I'm Tom. I'm Steve. I'm Brittany. And this is WCSG Backstage. Just thought in my flesh It's the only thing I got left And it's so hard to confess when everybody thinks you're perfect But I cry for you If you feel it too And I cry for you If it's so hard to lose The elephants in the room Take it away, I beg you. 
take it all away. The pain it causes, it makes me wish I could fade away. If they knew what you knew, they'd probably shun me. I'm surprised you know it all and you love me. I know I'll break your heart. Body of death, give me rest. If my heart stops, then it don't hurt no more. Can't get worse no more. Can't pursue all these desires, it ain't curse no more. No more lies about my worth no more. I understand the thoughts of suicide and do reside. But when I stop and think about my family, I feel new inside. I promise I would die a thousand deaths for I'll cause them any pain. But somehow I end up killing everything. I cry for you. If you feel it dark, twisted, heart wrenching, hate to see your own reflection. Praying for an intervention, feeling guilt and feeling shame. I just call on Jesus' name, praying daily. Can you take away this pain? Take the thorn away. Still, it remains. I feel the same. I. You need to tell Britt what her mom said this morning. It's the cutest thing ever. Oh, she came into the studio and she's like, Jeremy, I need to tell you something. I don't want you to freak out. I'm like, okay. <laughs> she's like, George installed a new desk in her room and it goes up. So I might look a little different when you look through the window. <laughs> and then she, she did it and Jeremy runs in there and goes, I'm so freaked out right now. I can't handle it. Oh, 